I found when I was a hedge fund manager, not only was it fun for me to invest in my money and other people's money, but it was fun to meet with the companies. And it was fun for a number of reasons. One reason was because these people were worth hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars. And, you know, they had some good information. So for me, I, I love to learn and grow every day. And when I was meeting with the company, I was learning and growing from the CEO and the chief financial officer and the chief investment officer, the chief strategy officer. Like these were the top people in the company and I was learning for them. So the point is that these people were worth a ton of money and it rubbed off on me. Are you looking for true personal freedom? The freedom to design a life you truly desire, then you're absolutely in the right place. True personal freedom comes from when you take 100% responsibility and control of your money and your mind. Here, you're going to learn ideas, tips, and wisdom that's going to help you bridge the gap from where you are now to your dream life in the future. My name is Randy Wilson, and welcome to the Rich Mind Podcast. everyone welcome back to the rich mind podcast and today coming back to you with a part of the financial freedom series that a collaboration between joel solomon and myself we're we're trying to come up with as much value as we possibly can joel has a personal goal of helping thousands and tell me is it thousands or you've actually said it like hundreds of thousands is what i think you've said is that that right joel i've said at least 100,000 my goal least. is to help at least 100,000 people become financially free Okay, so folks, let that sink in as far as how big and massive Joel's goal is. And you being on this episode with us here today is going to help Joel serve you in that purpose of trying to help people become financially free in their lives. And if you've been on the previous episodes, we've gone through Joel's proprietary five-step stock screen. If you've missed any of those episodes, I highly recommend you go back. Uh, it, we are through episode five. This is actually going to be six in the series. Uh, go back and start in step one. Joel takes you through basics as far as how to learn about balance sheets and income statements and learning about where to get that information from with companies. And I'm not going to go through it all today. Not right now. This is not the time. But the point is, is I would definitely want you to go back and try to get into those episodes. You know, Basically, you're going to be sitting right next to uh, a gentleman that has operated his own hedge fund to the point where Back in 07 and 08, when the last crisis was going on, this is the part, this is one point that I always love to bring up. He didn't lose money. He was positive for those years or for that time frame, which I would venture to believe that a lot of folks in his position struggled or definitely failed in that category. So if you want to learn how to find and pick winning stocks in 2023 and beyond, Joel is definitely your guy. So anyways, without further ado, uh, Joel, welcome back to the show. I'm looking forward to seeing what we're going to dig into here with this episode. Thank you so much, Randy. It's a real pleasure and honor to be here again. And yeah, so we've talked a lot about the fundamentals of investing in stocks from the basics on the balance sheet income statement, my five-step proprietary stock screen. We've talked about price targets. And what I'd like to do today is discuss from a maybe a little higher level why Doing it yourself, DIY investing is so critical. 
And what I talk about in the nine money rules millionaires use is a lot of people will come to me and say, Joel, but I don't have the time, you know, and how much time do I need? And Joel, I don't have the money. How much money do I need? You know, and, you know, Peter Lynch said, invest in things you know about. You don't need to get into artificial intelligence, technology-driven companies to make a ton of money in the stock market or in other asset classes as well. And so let's talk first about the statement, I don't have the time. And I will tell you that's just a limiting belief. So what's a limiting belief? A limiting belief is a belief that's not serving you, that's not empowering, that's not providing you with the ability to create the abundance and prosperity in your life. So it's a belief that doesn't help you achieve your dreams and goals. And I want you to achieve your dreams and goals. So yes, I, first of all, how much time does it take? People ask me that all the time. And with me helping you, it'll be quicker. But even people who are just doing it themselves, the five-step stock screen and price targets, in the beginning, it can take an hour. And then ultimately, as they get faster and faster, I've had clients take a minute to do a stock, right? They check, they see it fails step one, we move on to the next one. Fails step one, passes step one, fails step two, okay, next one. And so you can be really quick about finding companies that don't pass, and then it can take a little bit longer to find a company that does. So time, you know, I, I will say a lot of people will spend hundreds of hours on a five hour event their marriage. Hmm. And I'm not saying don't do that, but if you're spending hundreds of hours on a five-hour event, you could spend hundreds of hours on financial freedom. You don't need to, but you could. And it's not, you know, it's not a five-hour event. It's a 30 or 40-year event, and hopefully more, because I want you to be financially free now. And if you're 40, you got 50 years of life, why not be financially free now? So so time is the first thing I hear. And then I've heard you know, how much money do I need to have to invest? So that's a limiting belief because you believe that you need to have a lot to start. And I will say start with a little because it's great to learn. And, you know, even if you're making some mistakes, it's, it's great to learn with a small amount. But that may be a limiting belief. <laughs> so <laughs> so start with a small amount and, and grow it. Yeah, I had my daughter, Lauren, start with $1,000. You can start with $1,000 and learn. And get a feel for, you know, and and I and you can even trade paper trading, which means that you're not actually trading real money, but you have like a, a fictitious account, a fake account, and you're trading with fake money, a paper money, and do it that way. But you can, so I recommend you don't need a ton of money to start. You can start with a thousand dollars. Now commissions are zero, so you're not paying any commission to buy or sell stock, and so the the hurdles to get good returns are much lower than they were five, 10, 20 years ago. So you can start with a small amount. Another limiting belief I hear is I'm not good with money. Well, <laughs> yes, that's a massive limiting belief. We need to understand that. Where did that come from? And you weren't born that way. When you were born, it wasn't like you were born with a bad experience or a bad relationship with money. So where did that come from? And let's figure out where that came from and change that. And you can 
use affirmations. I have affirmations on my website, salamore.com. I have audio files on my website as well that you can use for free. These are all for free. And you can change that affirmation that you may have been saying to yourself, I'm not good with money to I'm getting better and better with money every day. I'm getting better and better with money every day. Now, I don't, I wouldn't recommend saying things you absolutely don't believe in, but if you're watching this podcast, you're getting better and better with money every day, right? So, and another one I've heard is I'm terrible in math. And I say in the nine money rules, millionaires use, if you have at least a fifth grade education, if you can add, subtract, multiply, and divide, and it's all on your phone these days, right? So use your calculator on your phone. Then you can do the five-step stock screen. You can calculate price targets. You can be an excellent investor. You don't need to have higher education in math. You need to have basic math. And then you can say, I'm getting better and better with math every day. I'm getting better and better with math every day. So those are some limiting beliefs that people come to me with when I tell them that I'm going to teach them or I can teach them about investing in stocks or real estate or other types of investments. So that's the first step is to really understand what your thoughts are. What is your relationship with money? So let's get into DIY, why DIY investing is rule number eight. And we talked about this before we went on the recording. And it's so important to understand that the richest people in the world are DIY investors. They're not allocating their money to other people to invest. They take responsibility for their lives, all aspects of their lives, including their money, right? And the richest people in the world made a lot of money in the stock market or real estate or in their business. Think about Elon Musk, who I don't know the numbers exactly today, but say he's worth $300 billion. Did he give his his money to other people? No, he invested it in and created his own businesses like Tesla, like SpaceX, right? So, and that's how he made his billions. He didn't, he didn't say, oh, I'm going to give my money to somebody else to manage and they're going to do good with it. He takes for full responsibility for his life. And the richest people, if you look at the top 10, uh, Steve Bezos on Amazon and others, you know, Bill Gates created Microsoft. I mean, they all created businesses. They took responsibility for their lives and they did it themselves. They did DIY invested. You know, you may say it's in business, but they invested their own money in business. You mentioned affirmations a little bit ago, and I just was curious on your experience with your self-talk is very important, which is affirmations, right? You're going to work on that. How important is it with being around the right people, modeling after the right thoughts, the right processes? right? As far as helping yourself with those belief systems, do you see any correlation with that at all as well? Absolutely. Great question, Randy. So I found when I was a hedge fund manager, not only was it fun for me to invest in my money and other people's money, but it was fun to meet with the companies. And it was fun for a number of reasons. One reason was because these people were worth hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars. And you know, they were educated. You know, they had some good information. So for me, I, I love to learn and grow every day. 
And when I was meeting with the company, I was learning and growing from the CEO and the chief financial officer and the chief investment officer, the chief strategy officer. Like these were the top people in the company and I was learning for them. So the point is that these people worth a ton of money and it rubbed off on me. And they're no different than you and I. They have two eyes, a nose that, you know, they can smell just like you can. I mean, you know, they, they have, they're human. And maybe they have some interesting ideas, but they have 10 fingers just like we do, right? <laughs> and so you're sitting across the table, they're just like you. And knowing that, and knowing that if you're, so you're spending time with these people, that their belief systems, their views on, on money is coming to you as well. And so, yes, like, I think everything is energy, Everything's vibe, you know, even, you know, this, this laptop that I'm, I'm coming to you on, right. It's, it's vibrating, right. Ultimately, if you look at it under a microscope, that each piece of matter is vibrating, it's a, it's energy. And so if you're interacting with people who are vibrating at a very high level, when it comes to abundance, you have a choice, right? There's a gap. You can decide to stay way down here and in, you know, maybe not as high level in your vibration around abundance and prosperity. You know, you could feel that go down here or you could rise up to where their level is. And when you do, you're going to create more abundance and prosperity in your life. So absolutely who you're hanging, the, they say the five people you spend the most time with is if you look at five years from now, that'll be your average salary your average compensation. So spend more time with people that you admire, you look up to go to conferences, you know, spend more time on the rich mind podcast, because these are people who are wealthy. If you're binging on this show, your vibration is rising, and you're more likely to create more abundance and prosperity in your life versus binging on a Netflix horror movie. That's not doing it for you. Like I believe <laughs> it's, it's not creating more uh, abundance and prosperity. So absolutely important. So consider who you're spending the most time with. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't have to even have to be people who are alive. Mm. I read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill twice a year. And I, I'm reading about, you know, Thomas Edison and Henry Ford and Andrew Carnegie. So those, those vibrations of people who made so much money, you know, those are equivalent to billions and billions of dollars today. And I'm getting that information twice a year. And my vibration is rising when I do that. And as you raise your vibration, the opportunities, all of the things that all the abundance, all of the things will begin to show up for you based on the level that you are keeping yourself. So the whole virtual mentors is exactly how I how I started off myself, right? Trying to collect friends, trying to collect people that, like you said, that aren't even alive. Jim Rohn is a huge influence on my life. Uh, I've listened to uh, his content over and over and over to the point it almost was ingrained in my own thinking without even, obviously he's not alive. I've never met the man, but his influence will last for me forever with the vibration that I've able, been able to keep. So yeah, I, I truly believe that. And then once again, bringing you on this show with us, Joel, that's the whole point, right? You're raising us all up to believe that we can do all of this because number one, you've done it and you've done it successfully. You've created a simple system 
that is anybody can do use with simple basic math. We just have to get the mindset right. And once we get the mindset right, we're off to the races, right? And that's that's the fun part. And that's what we're trying to do is, is provide people with those, that, that slingshot that just once they believe, then they can go. And it's like, yeah. And then that's when it becomes a lot of fun for us as well. I just want to share one story briefly about relationship with money. I, I literally just got off a call with a woman who told me that she was in some conference and they paired up into groups of two and one of them had to be quote unquote money. And the other person would talk to quote unquote money. And she said she was pissed off. She was angry. She was like, why don't you come to me? You know, this. So I said to her, do you think that was serving you? Because yes, you have a relationship with other people, but you also have a relationship with money. And I was at a networking event five months ago, right after my TEDx talk came out and I brought QR codes and I was giving them to people so they could just scan the code and, and watch my free TEDx talk, how to create money miracles. And I gave one QR code to this woman who said to me, I'm not going to watch that. And I was like, why it's free and you can create some money. And she's like, I don't care about money. I just don't care about money. And I was like, huh? And I, it was funny because I, as a representative of money, felt taken aback, felt like, you know, she was angry at me. But then I was thinking if that's her relationship with money and she's not even open to watching something that could change her relationship with money, that money's going to flow out. It's not going to stay. It's not going to want to be with her. It's not going to want to enjoy her their time with her. And so it's the same thing, you know, if you're angry or if you're like, I don't care. Well, you have to care. You have to care about your relationship with money. You have to, you know, enjoy it and, and be willing to give it to others and share it with other people. Rule number six in the nine money rules is giving. And, and how can you do that? You know, I also recommend splurging, you know, not hoarding, but splurging once a month. And I'm not saying go into credit card debt to do this, but, you know, get the massage, get the mani-pedi, right? Do something for yourself and and splurge because you're putting that money out there if you're hoarding it there's no flow and money is energy we talked and said everything is energy money is energy right and if you're not putting it out there it can't flow back to you because you're hoarding it and usually when you put it out there it comes back in multiples 100 so that's where people try to like you said try to hang on to it and i used to be this way as well i've had to learn this i've had to teach myself i have had to work on my own personal mindset to believe that what you're saying is true. And I can say from my experiences that that's been my experiences as well. One thing I try to do with folks and an easy way to increase the, what you give is when we're out and about at restaurants or in a place where you're going to be tipping folks, give them some extra, just give, give. I mean, no, 20% is the common, you know, whatever. I've seen folks get out of calculator and calculate whatever sum to the penny and they don't want to give them a, a, a penny more or a nickel more. Just give them some money, right? Especially if it was great service, right? Let them know that you appreciate them. It's a simple, easy way to start that exchange of energy back and forth. And, and once you do that, number one, you're probably going to start getting better service because folks are going to realize that you're there. You know, you sit down at a table and they're going to realize that, hey, this person's here is 
uh, you know, communicating, right? Nice, pleasant. So money's a tool. Yes. No more or no less. It doesn't have to, it's energy and it's a tool. And if you treat it well, it's going to treat you well. And I think that's what I'm hearing you say, Joel, is that, would Absolutely. you say that's accurate? Absolutely. Treat it well and it'll treat you well. And I have one great story in the nine money rules millionaires use about giving. When I wrote my first book, Mindful Money Management, and it came out, we figured out how to get it to be bestseller for the first weekend. But after that, sales were poor. And I was trying to figure out what I could do to improve the sales. And I was actually already working on the nine money rules, millionaires use. And it just popped into my head, give, give it away. So I, at the time, this was in 20, uh, 2018, February, 2018, I, would go, I was going into Manhattan a few days a week and I would bring two, three, five books with me and I would just find somebody on the street, in the cafe, you know, in the, in the office building and just give a copy away. And I will tell you, three, four weeks later, sales was going through the roof. And it didn't hit me until like I got the next month sales that I was like, what, did, what just happened? How did that? And then I realized, oh, I gave away so many books on the last month that maybe there's something to this. And that's how rule number six came in to the nine money rules millionaires use. I was thinking about it. I was working on it and there it worked. So yes, um, you're changing your relationship with money by, and you also change your mindset when you do it by giving, you're saying, you're saying to the universe, I have plenty to spare and share. Even if you don't like I, this, I will tell you, this is probably the, one of the most powerful of the nine money rules millionaires use is to give because when you're feeling most in lack, if you give, you're kind of tricking your, both your subconscious mind and the universe to say, I do have plenty to spare and share. So when you're most feeling lack, and it doesn't even have to be money, by the way, it could be a book, right? Or it could be you might have a special talent to share that with the world. It could be your time. You know, your time is very valuable. You know, calculate it as at least hundred dollars an hour, some maybe two, three, four hundred dollars an hour. But you can write that down when you give. Have a giving journal and write down in the giving journal, like you gave an hour of your time, that's at least a hundred dollars. And think about how much time you're giving. You know, you're providing massive value in that time. That's going to come back to you and know that's going to come back to you and then it will. So giving starts the receiving process. And Absolutely. so, yeah, uh, two years ago, I actually, so at the beginning of the year, I tried to do a little bit of an exercise. I picked like a word for the year and my word, I believe in 2022 was plant. And that word plant meant to give, right? Planting seeds. And I spent the entire year trying to give and give and give without ever asking for anything in return. And I will tell you that in that process, and part of that process was meeting you, Joel, I'm not going to lie. That was, you're right. So that was... <laughs> I've met you. I've met so many other folks that I just keep trying to plant and give and give and give. And it keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. So I 100%, it doesn't have to be money. I know we're kind of talking about money through this conversation, but it can be, I say it can be as simple as a smile. You give somebody a smile. You can give somebody your energy, meaning you just show up like present and listening. You can give somebody your, your attention. 
it can be so simple, but just those simplicities can completely change your external world. Once you get that internal world, your mindset, when you get those that, you know, point in the right direction and going in the, in to give versus to receive. And I love that. Yeah. I, I play a game every morning, you know, I jog every morning uh, about four miles. And so actually this morning I was thinking how many people did I pass? I was counting uh, at the end of my jog and it was, it was about 10 people. And I play this game where I smile at everyone. I pass by and say, good morning and see how many people smile back. I not all run, but I do that too. Right. When I'm yeah. passing folks or even in the neighborhood, right. You just wave and smile and just, you see how many actually get back to you. Yeah. It's, it's a fascinating thing to see the reactions of folks. And I, it's kind of a game to see, okay, how many people, you know, what's their mood? It's, it's usually early in the morning. It's around 7.30 in the morning that I'm jogging. And so it's, okay, you know, what's their, you know, are they, they still waking up? They're walking. Most of them are walking, obviously. This morning, there were two that were jogging. But it was just interesting. Smile and give the, the pleasurable good morning and see how many smile back. And so it's just, uh, it's, it's a little bit of the giving that I do every day. And like you said, a smile can change a life. You know, you're smiling at somebody who's really down. They're like, Oh, you know, like you that, never that know pleasant. who you're going to be in contact with at any given time and how that one interaction could completely change the other person's or even your own life, which is super fascinating. Yeah. I go through that process a lot. And it's interesting, the ones that you can tell folks that are either in their head or, you know, maybe not as positive of a mindset, right? And so folks, if you're listening to this, just give it a shot. It doesn't cost you anything, maybe a little bit of uncomfortable feeling inside. But I'm telling you, if you do it a few times, and you start getting those positive responses back from folks, a wave, a smile, it's a or a hey, you know, what I mean, a conversation, imagine that. I'm telling you, if you do that consistently, who knows what that could lead to? And as I mentioned, that led to Joel and I connecting. And this was well over a year ago now, maybe a year and a few months. And we just keep collaborating back and forth. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, it's just been a matter of just giving. I'm trying to giving to you and vice versa. And then at the same time, we're trying to give to the audience. It's just a lot of fun. Absolutely. So let's, let's continue a little bit more because DIY, back to the main topic for today's podcast, is it can be controversial. Because there are a lot of people out there, there's a big industry of people who are advising others who, who are telling you, you can't do it yourself. Okay. And there are some frictional costs involved when other people take your money. They're going to charge you a fee. Usually it's around 1% of your money and that can compound over time to tens of thousands and depending on how much money they're managing for you, it could be $100,000 over years or more. So that's one, there's a frictional cost of the cost of actually doing it. And the second is, by the way, you care, well, we talked about your relationship with money. You should care more about your money than anyone else. And not be like, oh, I don't care about money or I'm angry at it. No, you should care more about it than anyone else. And so I will tell you, as being a former hedge fund manager, I had to go out and market my fund to raise, to get people to invest with me. So I wasn't spending 100% of my time looking after my money and the other investors who had already given me the money. I was going out 
and asking people for more to manage. That is a distraction. <laughs> and I'll fully admit it's a distraction. And so that happens to every mutual fund portfolio manager who's managing your money. They're going out and you know they'll like they're going out to institutions to ask them if they can manage those institutions' money as well. And for some mutual fund managers, portfolio managers, that can be up to 50% of their time. They're not doing the portfolio management of your money. They're going out to market the fund and that will impact returns. And then that's for actively managed. Now, the difference between active management and passive management is passive is you're just investing in an exchange traded fund or the overall market. Here, these are actively managed funds where they're taking a fee and they're trying to beat that index. And most financial advisors are not going to take your money and put it in an index fund. They're not getting paid for that. So they'll give you, you know, there's tens of thousands of funds out there that are trying to outperform with one hand tied behind their back or one and a half. It's really hard to outperform over long periods of time. And they're diversified, which just to tease, we'll get into next time rule number nine, which is don't diversify. And I'll explain why. But they're working with at least one hand tied behind their back because of the fees and because of the marking that they have to do for the fund. And again, like I'm an advocate, you know, it may sound self-serving, but I'm an advocate of DIY because I truly believe you're the best steward of your own money. And, you know, people will say to me, you know, I, I, I don't have the time to manage my own money, but I know I waste at least an hour a day, seven hours a week doing things like watching a movie or doing other things that I, I could be being more productive. So I'm pretty sure everyone's wasting seven hours a week. So you can find two or three hours a week to manage your own money. And I hardly advise that because you're going to get a better return on it. So that's where in the Rich Mind podcast, that's exactly, if you listen to the intro, that's what I stand for is to personal responsibility for your money and your mind. And we've covered both of those topics today, your mindset and your money. You've got to take responsibility. If you want to see the outcome in the way that this envisioned for yourself, for your future, you've got to take it in-house. And DIY is exactly what you're sharing with us today. Now, you also said that you offer coaching and you help folks, right? You're a prosperity coach. You help folks with their finances. Can you go into detail as far as say someone thinks, you know, Joel, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I know I need to find my time. Maybe you can help me pinpoint where I need to go, where I need to start. What are the best ways for folks to kind of get to know you a little bit better on a, on a more of a one-on-one -on -one to learn what they can do for to take personal control, right? Of their money and their mind. Yeah. Thanks, Randy. So first of all, I give everybody 30 minutes free. So sign up for your 30 minutes free coaching um, and show up, <laughs> show up. 90% of, of success is showing up. So show up for that 30 minutes free and you're going to get some powerful tips during those 30 minutes. So that's the first step. The next would the next uh, level up would be my my almost free online course based on the nine money rules. It's forty seven dollars, and then 
the next level is, you know, I do, I have a membership where uh, I actually answer questions every single week for up to one hour on any topic related to investing, money mindset, manifesting. You know, it's, it's uh, 1230 Eastern every week, uh, almost every week. You know, I, I do travel. So if I'm traveling overseas somewhere, it's probably not happening. But say it's 48 to 50 weeks a year, I'm answering questions. And that membership has seven hours worth of videos that you can watch over six months, plus 20 guest experts that have added content on their area of expertise. And then I have the whole Infinite Possibilities course uh, which is a 90 page workbook and hours of content included in the membership. And then the next level up is the one-on-one -on -one coaching where I do individualized, like every, I believe everyone has a place where they can become rich really quick. Mm. And it could be stocks. It could be options. It could be real estate. It could be your business. And once we, like, you know that we, I can help you get there by giving you the techniques and the mindset piece to move quickly to financial freedom. And that's the key folks. It's both. It's the mindset and the tactics to get the financial piece together. And that's the secret. I believe that not a lot of folks are talking about out there, in my opinion, the universe that I follow, right? You don't hear a lot of people talk about the mindset along with, you know, it's always about making money, buying these businesses, flipping this, flipping that, but they don't talk, go into the ideas of, of what it takes to take control of your mindset, to have those positive results more frequently as you keep moving forward, which I think that's what separates you, Joel, with a lot of the folks that I come in contact with. So kudos to you for, for providing uh, that level of service to your, to your clients. So folks go out there, uh, get on Joel's calendar, get your 30 minute call with Joel and show up. <laughs> we were joking about that before we hit record, show up. It's, there's no obligation. He's going to pour into you just like he's trying to do in this, uh, this episode here today. And I'm telling you, when you walk away from that uh, 30 minute call, you're going to have so many different ideas and some clarity that you never really even imagined that was even possible. So take some time, get in contact with Joel. I'll have all the links in the show notes for all of the other things that he mentioned as well, as far as his coaching, his membership class, all of those things will be in the show notes. So definitely take a look at those as well. So Joel, man, I really appreciate this one. I think this was a lot of fun. I think we'll put yeah. a bow on this one today. And we'll come back with the uh, next episode. We'll go into more of the mindset, uh, more of all of the great things that's going to help you, Joel, reach your goal of helping over 100,000 people become financially free. And folks, you could be one of them. And I encourage you to get a hold of Joel and, and see how you, he can help you get there. So go out there, have a fantastic day. And until the next episode, everyone, we'll talk soon. Bye now. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Mind Podcast. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. If so, I'd really appreciate a five-star review. And you can also share it with your family and friends. And as my mentor, Jim Roden, shared with me, in order to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do on your job. So go out there today and work harder on yourself to become more and build the life of your dreams. Until next time, my friends.